Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Keto, check it out, eh? Hey, what's up, Check out that ride, eh? Check out that ride, oh, that's, that's bad, eh? That's weird, man, Let's go check that ride out, eh? Hey, that's like a, that's like a nail polish red, eh? It's not no candy apple. Yeah, Simone, it's it. This is like some Roto's car, eh? It's pretty bad, eh? Hey, what is it? What does it say in the back? Hey, it's a Pontiac Fiero. You know what Fiero means to me, homie? Frio, it says this car's free. Oh my, let's get in this thing. Hey, wait up, homie. Check it out. Hey, look over there. I'm gonna pop the lock real quick, dog. Pop it. I'll I'm keep gonna... my eye out for the boot, eh? Pop. Hey, okay. Hey, homie, I open the door. Get in. It's in. All right, let's get in. Hey, check it out. Hey, red leather seats. That's it. These bottles must. Watch These bottles must be in Broadway or something. Watch out. Hey, hey. I don't see no Alpine, eh? Ah, uh, Kenwood. What, 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 Kenwood. Kenwood, eh? what do you want? Then it's a pullout, eh? Totally a pullout ah, system. Uh, if, they don't I mean, know, eh? If it was a block pump pool, I'd say, let's snake, eh? You know what, eh? Let's take this right down with her boulevard, eh? Let's go, let's, let's go. It's a little up, car, eh? All right, hold on, eh? I got a hot wire this thing. Come on, eh? You're let's, taking too long, it's eh? It's got a button, eh? I'm hungry. Okay, okay. Orale, here we go, eh? All right, all right. What is this thing? Put the window down, eh? We're flying, eh? We're flying. Look, hey, look. This has got a little button, so the window goes up and down, eh? It's like my Monte Carlo. This is bad, eh? I wonder if it's got lips on me. I wonder if we can make this thing jump. They put a seatbelt into the cops are behind us, eh? Oh, shoot. You got anything on you? I don't got nothing, so I'm clean, man. Oh, bro. I got a couple of canisters, eh? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to court tomorrow. Tell him with, well, hey, well, tell him we're going to King Taco or, or to, uh, just tell him we're hungry. We're going to Tommy's. Adele. You know what, hey, we're going to Beverly Hospital. Go see, uh, go see your mom. Hey, she's pregnant or Orale. something. Hey, how did you know my Orale, mom's here, pregnant? All right, let's cops. go. Uh, pull over. Uh, how you fellows doing tonight? Uh, hey, hey, officer, how you doing, eh? Uh, we noticed uh, one of the uh, lights is out on the uh, rear tail light. License, registration, uh, Fierro, huh? Uh, well, officer, uh, nice to see you. You know, you, you're your shirt and your dickies are they're, they're, they're pretty fly, eh? I like that. Hey, who do who irons them? Your mom? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask you fellas to step out of the vehicle. I can't, officer. I'm handicapped, eh? Oh well, then uh, I'll get Officer uh, Dankins back there to come and help you. Hey, uh, Joe Dankins, come on over here. I need oh, some hey, hey, take off, car. eh? Take mm -hmm. off, eh? Look, what's this button here? It says 1985. Let's go, eh? Let's go. Press a button, man, to get us out of here. Hey. Hey, officer, I'll see you fools back in the 80s. Put play, eh? Put play. I'm so scared. I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. <laughs> we gotta, like, find a place to hide. Where you going, fuzzy face? Back to the eighties. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. Come on, wait for me. Listening to the one and only Back to the 80s radio show. This is Toscano from Toscano with Chain. Thanks for joining us on another Friday. We are here as we are every single Friday. Joining us from a, a land far away is a gentleman that we cannot do the show without. 
because he is referred to as the Goldilocks of Central California. He's also been known as the man, the myth, and the legend in his very own mind. But here at Back to the 80s Radio, we just call him the Chang. Ah, Toscano, uh, it's good to see you. It's good to talk to you. Hello, all our lovely listeners here at Back to the 80s. Uh, I was just on another expedition uh, looking for clues to see what happened to Sasquatch. I did find some rare droppings. For those of you who don't know, Cheng does live in the midst of the land of the Yeti. So, yeah, you know what? It could have been It could have been Bigfoot. You never know what it is. I'm telling you. Ever since that one day that I seen that hairy tweaker run across the highway naked, I knew that the Yeti was not far from that individual's bloodline. I seen it with my own eyes. Well, we want to welcome everybody listening to, once again, this is Back to the 80s Radio Show. Today, we want to bring a lot of smiles to people's faces because there's a lot of crap going down that's mentally taking me back to a part of the 80s where we were worried about World War III. Remember that time, bro? Reagan had uh, gotten us pretty close to that red button. I uh, did no such thing. How dare you say that I was uh, about to be any little uh, red button. Uh, the only red button I was ever near was uh, a fellow actor, Red Buttons. <laughs> hey, back to the 80s fans. Do you love true crime podcasts but are sick and tired of listening to the same cases over and over and over again? I mean, seriously, how many times can you listen to a story about Ted Bundy or the Golden State Killer? If I have to hear one more podcast about John Wayne Gacy, I'm going to dress up as a clown and shoot myself. Now, if you feel the way I do, then you have to listen to Modem Mischief. Modem Mischief is a true cybercrime podcast. Uh, They tell stories about the world's most notorious hackers and the lives affected by them. You're going to hear stories about the dark web and what goes on down there. And since you love the 80s, of course, this week's show is about the teenage hacker gang, the 414s. It's like war games, but in real life. That's Modem Mischief, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't go away. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what do the 80s mean to you? You're listening to Back to the 80s. Hey, some of you remember the 80s vibe, right? Well, it lives loud and proud on Back to the 80s with my pals Toscano and Chang. If you can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is... Back to the 80s. The 80s Chang of the infamous Toscano and Chang here. And tonight, we are talking about something that is dear to all our hearts. And the question that Toscano and I are posing is, what did the 1980s mean to you? Whether it be... Uh, fun, sad, adventurous, a time of change, or a time of reckoning. What did the 80s do for you? Now, Toscano, I know we've had dozens, dozens of comments when you put this out on our page. And uh, the thing that I did notice, that there were so many different answers and replies Some people speak of it uh, as a a sad time. Some speak of it as a great time. People, uh, some people loved it just for the movies, the music, uh, the ambiance and the fashion. So before we get into some of our listeners, let me ask you, what did the 1980s mean to you? Oh, man, that question is deep for me because... You know, I started thinking about that today and I was and I knew the question was coming. I knew you were going to ask me that. There's lots of things that go through my mind uh, of what that era meant to me. But I think if I were just to boil it down to one word, if if that's possible, um, or at least a phrase. I would I would probably say freedom and no worries. Now, no worries in the sense, you know, everybody worries. Our parents worried, and if you were a young parent back then, you worried. You worried for different reasons. But I was a teen back then, so teens, especially back then, 
what worry did usually did teens have? Not many. It was going out with your friends, hanging out outside every single day. Some people went skating with their friends. It was Saturday morning. You know, I'm talking about real early in the 80s, let's say 80 to 83 or 84 when you were in high school. A lot of us were eating waffles, you know, or Saturday morning cartoons. There was a lot of, but for me, I, I want to say it was freedom, freedom. And I didn't have a worry in the world at times. At least that's what it seemed like in certain times. But the freedom that you felt back then, I don't know, maybe it's one of those things that now looking at it in retrospect, we think we had that freedom but there really wasn't as much. In a sense, you know what? I feel that nowadays everybody's suffocated, suffocated by social, you know what I mean? By social media. Sometimes I literally feel suffocated by all the technology, by social media. Yeah, of course, it's brought convenience to our doorstep. It's brought a lot of ease, but it's also brought a lot of tension, a lot of um, worry, a lot of problems. Things that we didn't have before. We didn't have to worry about that stuff. So I would say that. What about you? Mm-hmm. Very good word. Now, uh, before I tell you what uh, the 80s uh, meant to the Chang here, you spoke of freedom. And that uh, that's a great word to use because back in the 80s, we all did feel a little bit more free. Uh, things did seem a little bit more carefree because of our ages, of course. But uh, uh, you spoke about being a, a kid watching cartoons. You probably used to watch He-Man, correct? Oh, yeah. He-Man and G.I. Joe. Those were my big cartoons. Right. So I, I can imagine the freedom you speak of was like you felt just so free and great to wear uh, your underwear and dress up like <laughs> He-Man in the privacy of your own home and, and act out the cartoon. I mean, what other type of freedom is that? For a young Toscano boy to crank on the television and watch He-Man as he gets into his tidy whities and his He-Man outfit. Yeah. And stands in well, front. I, of I don't the TV know. On his all couch. right, all right. I don't think. <laughs> see, I didn't wear my He-Man underwear. I didn't have that. I did have underoos, and I was Superman, like in 1980 or 81 or something like that. You got to remember, I was in high school in the 80s, of course, but I didn't go to high school until, um, like mid high school, like 87. So uh, I yeah. was, oh, yeah, yeah. My last year as a junior hire was 86. Yeah, now when you were playing with toys, I was playing with girls. Oh, my friend. No, I've had my experiences since I was like 10. So, yeah. Oh, so you were a dirty little boy. You knew the church. (laughs) You were a bad boy. Uh, (laughs) I cannot tell a lie. But uh, how about you, man? I bet you there was a lot of spankings going on, but no one was spanking you, you dirty little boy. I can tell you that I can tell you that my first... I can tell you, don't tell yeah. nobody. I know the listeners, okay. they can't hear us. No, the listeners can't hear us. The cone they, of silence. Now, of course, we're, yeah, we're literally using the <laughs> Maxwell Smart cone of silence. All right, so check this out. Nobody knows. I'm going to tell you this. You know, 80s fans, cover your ears or take your headphones off or whatever. You, don't, yeah. just don't listen to this. I've been playing. Put your head in the fridge. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I've been <laughs> stop. I've been playing tongue twisters with chicks since I was five years old. Literally. Wow. That was my first really? my first tongue twister. I was five years old. Yeah. Really? So, Rubber baby bumpy. I don't I can't even do it now. That's yeah, why I wasn't well, that good. Yeah, back let's then, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> now I've been playing tongue twisters with, with chicks since I was five. And then wow. obviously yeah, so I started very young. Uh, that explains why you're so good on the microphone. <laughs> uh, yes. And the harmonica. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Um, it, uh, it's not available because if you try it once, you will die. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. Um, too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And nope. Now, now, what about well, you, my okay. friend? Uh, Many of you, and of course you, my partner, know a lot of my background in the 80s, but I will have to say this. I'm going to say one word, then I will explain why I said that word. And (laughs) 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 
crime. Wow. What a Sorry. shock. Sorry. You know what? Yes. If I was a criminal in the 80s, I would have stolen your TV so you wouldn't have gotten in your He-Man getup there you and go. been able to stand on the couch and claim the living room as your kingdom. You didn't but need anyway, to. I uh, broke into my own uh, home and I stole stuff, so it's okay. <laughs> what kind of a kid <laughs> breaks into his own house and steals his own shit? <laughs> Anyway, we we digress. What did the eighties mean oh, to you, buddy? The nineteen eighties to me is family, and uh, here is exactly why these ingredients are of the word family. It's kind of like family was a little soup, and here's the ingredients. Now, uh, in the very early eighties, nineteen eighty one. At 1980, I entered high school and I left high school, uh, where I rather 1979, sorry, and I left in 83. Uh, now, during that time, family uh, had uh, uh, had a lot of problems within my family, a lot of issues, uh, uh, you know, uh, but then also uh, my friends, my neighbors, my homies, uh, my, my buddies that I grew up with, uh, I will always call them family. Because during that time in the 80s, when we were all in high school, a lot of us were going through the same thing. Divorce, parents, alcoholism, older siblings who didn't really have enough time for us. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Uh, and a lot of us didn't come from money. So we had the, the struggle of life. We grew up in the same neighborhood, the same environment, the same type of a family structure. So these guys became family. Later in the 80s, as you know, I had my first child in 1987. Then I met Mrs. Chang, and then uh, she had her too. We became uh, kind of like a Brady Bunch Latin style. I had one, she had two, then we had the baby. So to me, the 80s is always family. It reminds me of the bad times within my own bloodline. It reminds me of the good times that I shared uh, with my dad and my sister and my brother going to Ram games, Dodger games. And then uh, the later 80s is, is always a smile because that was my time with my own family, with me and uh, Mrs. Chang and our four kids. So the 80s to me is always going to make me smile more than it makes me cry. And that is family. Uh, did you come from a divorced home? Yeah, my parents divorced uh, when I was... 15. My dad left home when I was about 15 years old, and that same year they divorced. And, uh, you know, my mom, my dad was uh, gone uh, from that time on. A couple of years, me and my dad didn't talk. You know, some crap got really heavy. So, uh, you know, the 80s, uh, it, was, it was a crazy time. Uh, I was becoming a, a teenager uh, and soon to be a man. And, uh, all hell broke loose during the 80s. But I did have some very great times, too. You know, like I mentioned, a lot of sporting events. My dad uh, enriched me and my older sister with uh, the Los Angeles Rams, of course, and the L.A. Dodgers. You know, I grew up going to Dodger, Laker, Ram games. So the 80s, even though my parents had divorced, uh, I'd say probably the mid-80s when my dad got his act together again, uh, we started going back to the games. So that, you know what I mean? The 80s is always that kind of a family bond, the bad and the good, but it's all family, you know? You know, my, my parents got divorced in 1984, so I was 12 years old. Okay. That is a, it may sound bad if I say it this way. I, I don't know how it's going to come across. You know, I, I grew up in an only, an only child, so I had that not going for me. First of all, I didn't have any brothers or sisters to to lean on. Yeah, I had cousins right. that I hung out and we grew up together, but it, it's not it's never going to be right. the same as having a brother or sister. And when my parents got a divorce, I actually had a better time being by myself. Right. I, I was right. uh, and by myself, I mean, with just my friends hanging out with my friends. And I never had too many friends. I had a lot of acquaintances. We went out to parties and things like that. And But this was after when I started getting, you know, when I got into high school. But when mm -hmm. my parents got a divorce, mm -hmm. I had more fun. And part of that was, of course, you know, my parents used to argue so much that I was glad when it was over and uh, just too much drama going on. But so, so family for you. If you just joined us here at Back to the 80s Radio, we are talking about what the 80s meant to us and to you. What do the 80s mean to you? 
not just what it meant to you, but what does it mean to you when you hear the 1980s? When we come back, we're going to be sharing your comments on our Facebook page. So don't go away because there's a lot more from Back to the 80s Radio. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Yesterday's concert is a concert review podcast with a twist. Join me, your host, Lance Ingram, as I recall the moments that define the event and the things heard and seen along the way. Yesterday's concert features a mixture of memories and philosophical musings. Grab your earplugs as we take a trip into my jam journal. Check out Yesterday's Concert wherever you get your podcast or at yesterdaysconcert.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
Welcome back to Back to the 80s right here at K-Hits 92.5. And you are banging right here with Toscano and Jang. That is Charlemagne. A great tune, Toscano. What did you think of that track? You know, I, I've i told you this before. I love ballads. And of this song, I don't want to lie. Hey, man, there's something wrong with li- I like. I've told you this many times. I love ballads. I love all kinds of music. And that's no lie. Unlike <laughs> other people on the show that are mm-hmm. just nothing but haters. Uh, you know, I love me a good ballad, uh, just like I enjoy stubbing my toe, uh, banging my head, uh, tripping and falling, uh, having a hangover. Uh, yeah, that's about how much I enjoy the ballad. <laughs> I want you guys to tune in. If you like the song, uh, tune in because March, in the f- uh, second week of March, we're going to have Scott Oliver from Charlemagne oh, yes, that's right. uh, coming yeah. on the show with us and talking about 80s music and uh, and things like that. Now, this song, it wasn't released until 2009, but they are 80s songs. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, for whatever the reason, they had recorded them, but it wasn't released until uh, 2009. So uh, I have a question uh, I want to run by you. I was going to ask them if they got their hair done at Long Hair Rocks or Hair Pirates back into the 80s because the Chang here went to both establishments. Yes, I did. Really? Now, was this, uh, did they use uh, Aquanet uh, Super Strength, the pink bottle? Well, they probably did use that on other individuals, but the Chang was not into the Aquanet uh, or the pretty hair. I didn't have the, the, the big hair. I just had the long hair, and I wanted to make sure that my hair was like me, my friend, long and strong. No split ends. So for those of you have ne- who have never seen the Chang before, you can picture Chang's hair like Axl Rose back in the 1988 album Appetite for Destruction. That's how your hair was. Well, it wasn't red. It more like Rapunzel. So whenever I, you know, I, I read no, that No, I mean story. the flat, the, you know, more like the flat. And, and then you used yes. probably a lot of bandanas yes. back then. Because uh, yes. deep down inside, I know, Chang, you wanted to look like Axl. No, Axl wanted to look like me. And I think he caught my... <laughs> I think I caught his eye when he threw that cigarette at my white chucks on Sunset Boulevard uh, in 1987. You're still bitter? I want you to do something. I want you to talk straight into the microphone and tell Axel how sorry you are for wanting to kick his butt that day. Now, Ax, I'll call him Ax because we're kind of friends. I want to tell you I really enjoy all your music. I didn't care for your bad attitude during some of the concerts and your fits and your hizzy fits. I really didn't appreciate the time that uh, you looked at me and threw a, a lit cigarette at my brand new white Chuck <laughs> Taylors uh, on Sunset Boulevard. Uh, you know, uh, I don't uh, I really don't like that uh, you didn't even apologize and that uh, you're probably as tall as my hip back then. <laughs> now, and, should uh, you guys just call it a day and uh, just let bygones be bygones? So, Axe, I'm going to tell you what, Axel, I'm going to let it let it go now for all these years. I'm not going to call you A-Hole Rose anymore. I'm just going to call you, hey, there's that guy. That's it? There's that guy? There, there's my apology. <laughs> That's my apology. That's all you're going to get out all of All right, me. if you just joined us here on Back to the 80s, we are talking about what the 80s meant and mean still to this day to us. There was a lot of people who commented, and I wanted to read some of their names and along with their answers. You know, I do want to give a special shout out before we do that uh, to all the people from Ukraine. We all know what's going on. They must just be living in fear right now. And uh, here at Back to the 80s, our main goal is to crack a smile in your face and in your heart. And if we could do that, we've accomplished our goal. You know, big shout out to you guys. Now, Kimberly Bronk Pelletier or Pelletier said, They were unforgettable memories where kids could be kids. Kids today, unfortunately, are expected to be older than they are in school and life. They don't play outside or play with toys. And she says that when her daughter turned 10, she wanted to get rid of her toys. When she asked her why, she said, nobody plays with toys in my grade. Growing up in the 80s, she says, I didn't have to worry about any of that. I was playing games with toys well into her teens. She said, my parents weren't afraid to turn the TV on at 10 in the morning, having 
wildly inappropriate programming on TV. There is no family TV to watch anymore. She says she remembers watching TV together as a family. And those are some of the best memories of her life. It's such, such a different world we live in now. Kimberly, big shout out to you. And you're absolutely right. And there goes that word that you mentioned, family. How important, how important we had it back then with family. We're missing that essence nowadays to a certain degree. Some households still hold on to it. But uh, in a sense, uh, I'd say maybe... 40% of society has lost that. Shauna Reed says, uh, my childhood, going skating with friends Saturday mornings at grandma's waffles, watching the Smurfs and her favorite Walkman. Tom Patrick Ryan said being in college Mm. and working at college radio station, constantly surrounded by 80s music. Way to go, Mm. Tom. Way to go, my brother. Uh, James Sorrentino said one of the greatest decades to grow up in from music to clothes, and let's not forget about the hair, Chang. No, let's not forget about the hair. The 80s is, when you think of the 80s, you think of the fashion, you think of the hair, and you think of the music. And all of that can be transpired onto TV. Look how many TV shows grabbed that that beat and ran with it. TV was everywhere. You know, I, I, I really liked a lot of, not all, a lot of the hairstyles that the girls had back then when they kept it within reason, because then you got some that the hair was so big because their hair's longer, right? So that long hair, they can poof it up as big as they want. So, but within reason, a lot of that was, was nice, you know, feathered. And I do notice that they used to take care of themselves so much. TV started all those hairstyles, my brother. You got that right. Michael James Wyatt Reynolds. Uh, says the best Halloweens, best Christmases, best music, best movies, the greatest decade of the 20th century. Uh, mm. Christina Creation says uh, bright colors, big hair, great music, innocence, and youth. Mm. And we got tons of those. Right but I want to. Keyword youth. Yep. Yep. Now I want to jump over to one of them in particular, and that's Rob Cookenauer. We gave him a special shout out in the beginning of the show. He said. It's when technology and personal entertainment were high-tech enough for us to enjoy, but not so far along that it just became a device. He says, I mean, Sony Walkmans, Swatch Watches, Ataris, arcade games, and even home TVs and stereos worked just fine and still had personality, even in their bulkiness and low-tech buttons or dials. Those all gave them a look and feel that we can remember as a part of our Friday night of inserting cassette tapes, holding the speaker to our home phone. to So so our friends, remember this, holding the home phone next to the speaker so our friends could hear a song that we'd, you know, we, we would lay on the floor sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I would do that. Or sometimes I would just take the ghetto blaster and uh, take it to my friend's house and play my mixtapes or what have you and putting the ghetto blaster on the front porch and just blasting your tunes for the whole neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I had, Good I'll time. never forget. I had a Lasonic, Lasonic ghetto blaster back then. There was a, mm. it was a, it was a pretty cool thing to have. He continues on. He says eighties tech had personality and thanks to their low techness. And we miss unfolding the cassettes and CD inserts or, or record inserts and the band pictures and lyrics. Mm-hmm. He says, give me those buttons and dials and my cassettes any day. And a number two pencil. <laughs> and a number two pencil for when that cassette got stuck. That's right. That's right, brother. But it's not amazing. Can you forget that, yeah. Some of the some of the smallest things that we used to take for granted every day are are those things that even though we are filled with technology today, that we have touch screens, now we just swipe to hear something else or to see another page. I want to say the minority. I I'm in the minority that still likes the old analog stuff, not because it was better, but because of the sentimental value that it holds in my heart. Well, you could say some people would say the same thing about uh, uh, albums. Some people would probably say the same thing about uh, 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 DVD players. But even before, you know what I mean? Uh, People would feel that way about eight tracks. I think uh, whatever people got their kicks on is always going to hold true and special in their heart. As many years that uh, pass them, 
because it's always going to be something that's going to take everybody back to memory lane. Whether it's a song, a device, a television show, heck, maybe even the make of a television. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe uh, a type of clothing may take you back. Uh, a certain song, uh, an actor, an actress. There's so many things that we can uh, hold so dear to our heart to take them back, take us all the way back. Like I mentioned, the ghetto blaster. Uh, you know, back in the 80s, the ghetto blaster, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, sometimes you would see two dudes carrying a ghetto blaster so they can go ahead and, and uh, break dance or, you know, go uh, go to a backyard party and crank on some metal. I mean, the ghetto blaster was a very big part of uh, we and the youth and uh, our music uh, lives. Uh, people going you know I mean? uh, riding their bikes on the beach carrying a ghetto yeah. blaster or sometimes hanging that ghetto blaster on the handlebar of the bike. You roll down to the park, you know what I mean? You're going to go hang out with your friends. Somebody's always taking a ghetto blaster, just the way it was. I remember going down to Montebello Park and hanging out, and there would be like maybe 15 different ghetto blasters there with 15 different crowds, you know what I'm saying? People were cranking their tunes, and everybody was kind of getting along. It, it, the ghetto blaster, that was almost like today's cell phone in, in a certain essence. Man, I can't go to a gathering without my tunes. Grab the radio. Uh, Chris Kurtz says, the first eight years of my life and the very best movies, video games, music of that era, the video stores, the arcades, the pizzerias. Do you remember the pizzerias? Now, is it me or wasn't pizzerias, weren't pizzerias much better back then? We had uh, Godfather's Pizza. I remember uh, Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizza. We had uh, Round Table Pizza. Now, some of these we still have today, but like Shakey's, Shakey's uh, Pizza. But the taste was just phenomenal, where almost every pizzeria just tasted great. It had their own individual tastes now what i recall about some of the pizzerias were they were family restaurants and uh, yes. that is so much missed nowadays and like i say i'm very fortunate because uh i was a, a young kid in the 80s and also a young father so my girls got to get a touch and a taste of what we uh hold so dear in our heart being from the 80s i'm very fortunate and blessed to say that my children still got some of that nostalgic type lifestyle of the 80s and the pizzerias like i just said stated were uh, epic at the time where you could take your whole family to eat you can go with your buddies or your bowling team or your softball team or watch monday night football and go eat and you know they had the bunch of lunches uh, you could take your family to a pizza place at night and have pizza wings whatever you want there was tvs remember the video games in there Oh, uh, they yeah. were just yeah it was a fun place for the family to eat and everybody loves pizza but i also, and everybody ordered pitchers remember exactly. pitchers of coke or or pitchers of beer for the adults yes. back then and you had mojo potatoes now i recall going to a lot of the old mom and pop pizzerias when i was growing up in uh montevello and uh, we used to go to this one called vito's pizza now these cats were straight out of new york so their pizza was straight out of New York. So, but uh, I I, I kind of recall seeing more pizza establishments like that from mom and pop vendors and businesses as opposed to what we see out here now. I don't see too, too many. There are some out there, but I don't think they're as frequent as uh, in each community as they used to be. Let me throw you way back. Do you remember that when we wanted to order a pizza because we didn't have the Internet? Right. You had to order on your phone. And you wanted to try you. You ordered through your phone. But let's say you wanted to try something else that wasn't your Domino's, wasn't your Pizza Hut or something like that. What did we do? We got the yellow pages. And remember when we got to the peas and in the yellow pages, there were just countless pizzerias. And uh, I can still still today I can smell. I have the scent and I can picture the scent in my mind of those yellow pages 
Do you remember they they yeah. they had this funky smell, yeah. but it was exciting when you you picked out your pizza place. I remember in we were in Downey and there was always a, a new pizzeria there, and I remember Pizza Man. Remember Pizza Man? Just, that was like a chain. I was of just pe- going to pizzerias. ask you that right now. That is very fun. That that is funny that you bring that up. I was just going to ask you. We used to get our pizza a lot from Pizza Man. Remember, it was just the picture of the guy, the side of his head, no, yes, no yes. eyes, just it's the Pizza Man, yeah. And it was fantastic oh, yeah, tasting dude. pizza. And they were big. Humongous. Pizzas were bigger Now, what back happened then? with pizza? What happened with pizza? Everything became tiny and expensive. Mm-hmm. And before, it was humongous and not expensive. You could say the same about Taco Bell. Back in the 80s, Taco Bell, when you ordered one of those uh, Caucasian-style Mexican entrees. (laughs) (laughs) The the Burrito Supreme. And remember, Taco Bell had uh, one of my favorite dishes called the Enchirito. Oh, yes. It was basically a burrito uh, that was basically dipped in the sauce and made like an enchilada. And and now uh, no, then uh, some Mexican establishments call them the wet burrito. And that's right. What, but you remember how big uh, the burrito supreme it was, was? Huge. and now oh. you could eat that thing in two bites. It's like, yeah, the, it literally is the size of a taco. It, yes, exactly. It, it's no bigger than those frozen burritos that they sell in the, at the supermarkets. It's re- and I got to tell you why I'm, I'm really pissed off at one particular Mexican food chain that nobody in the country or around the world is going to know unless you lived in Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, really? And that is King Taco. And I'll tell you why I'm pissed with them because yes, they're still good. But Mm -hmm. I went to a King Taco in Pasadena, which because I was visiting there and I had never gone to them. And when I got my burrito, it was the size of my palm. Whoa. Now, granted, I have big hands, but it, they're not that big. Okay? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The word, yeah. When a burrito, you had a burrito that you could eat with two hands before. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. you get one that's really skinny and and just the size of a of, of a Taco Bell Burrito Supreme. It's, yeah. I was really, really pissed off that day. Plus, Man. they're expensive. But then again, you were in Pasadena, California. <laughs> hey. <laughs> exactly. You weren't in, you weren't in East Los Angeles. No. Paso, no, no. Amigo, what can I get you today? No, I was in you the heart like, of the Back to the Future land. Uh, yes, you were like, hi, welcome to, to King Taco. My name's Craig. What can I get you? <laughs> <laughs> you see the difference That's exactly. There? <laughs> yep, yep, you got that right. All right. We continue because uh, Susan Freeman said, wow, what didn't it mean to me? The music, the clothes, the makeup, you name it, that like that decade will live on forever. Kate Farr said a time when pop culture was willing to be upbeat and colorful. Grunge later on and emo destroyed it, and it's never really bounced back. And I think she's got a point. Uh, you know what, mate? To a certain degree, I wouldn't say that grunge uh, it destroyed, destroyed it. it. Destroyed it. I would say it destroyed. I would it. say pretty metal, glam metal. Oh come pop on, music. Grunge destroyed no, wait, it. Once no, the nineties no, came, it was now over. Listen to me. Listen to me, bro. It was over. Nirvana killed no, it. No, well, come on, rich hater. Don't be a hater <laughs> of the grunge. Oh, it killed it. It killed it. Grunge music is hard 70s, <sighs> early 80s rock and roll with everybody wearing a flannel shirt like the dude for brawny paper towels. That's the only difference between grunge, grunge coming out of and Seattle. and emo destroyed it. No, emo. No. It, it, the only thing that uh, emo, emo you know what was emo? That pretty metal like Poison and Winger oh, and no, Motley Crue. That's, no, you that's got, what killed you gotta the You got to go check out the meaning of emo. No, it did oh, not. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> faster. No, faster, I will. pussycat. Faster. What? Oh, Come my gosh. On. Yeah, don't get us started with that. Don't get us started. What? However, I am not a hater. I'm not a hater of the pretty, pretty metal either because I do love all music. I am an enjoyer of all music rather than a dictator. I bet you love. Will you go out? You love Sebastian Bach. I bet you Toscano. 
probably want a naked autograph no, of no. Sebastian Bach before no. the alcohol. No, you effect. you are probably thinking of uh, <laughs> the man boy. You're thinking of the man boy. I'm not oh, that. Man, I'm like, like, man I'm not boy like has that. a life size poster of of uh, Miles Kennedy. Yes, on, he does. Uh, the ceiling of his bedroom. Yeah, big shout out to you, man disturbing. boy. You know who you are. We know who you are. We know it. <laughs> now back back to the topic. All right. So please at hand. Dominic Salazar said, "Look, Orale, Dominic. No, Orale. no Facebook. Didn't need it back then. Things no. were more up close. If you like someone, you just confront them and say it plain and simple. And the music. I could start a long story in regards to the music. It was the best era. Uh, now the '80s, I think, is the last era where you could write love notes to each other when people were doing that." Yes. Now everybody just you could text somebody something. You could you you could send dick pics nowadays. You couldn't do that back in the eighties. We hear <laughs> we hear do not uh, promote or condone sending of any kind of those pics. Well, you know it's uh, Dick Nixon, Dick Sargent, uh, Dick right. Richard Richard Picks. Uh, you know Richard Picks. R Richard Belzer. I yeah. mean, you name it. There's so many. You know uh, Richard Blade. You know, come on, bro. <laughs> This is well, back to the 80s radio. When we come back, there's more. What do the 80s mean to you? Don't go away. Now, if it's totally tubular, rad, or awesome, it's on back to the 80s. Good morning, Vietnam. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Viva Da Nang. Oh, Viva Da Nang. Da Nang me, Da Nang me. Why don't they get a rope and hang me? Hey, is this a little too early for being that loud? Hey, too late. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Welcome back to Back to the 80s. This is Toscano and Chang. Chang here. We are talking about the topic of what did the 1980s mean to you? Good, bad, or in the middle? Uh, me and Toscano have already uh, dove into what the 80s meant to us. Uh, Toscano <laughs> stated the anal. The, anal. <laughs> the 80s, man. It was like an anal dark time for me, bro. I was just out of jail. And I was only four. <laughs> you know what the number one thing that everybody agreed on? And I didn't have one single person say, uh, you know, something negative about the 80s. Everything was positive. But the number one, I would say the, the factor that unites us all. The music. Yeah, it's music. Everybody mm -hmm. loves 80s music. Right. Whether you believe like me, video killed the radio. Or you believe like Toscano, where videos were better than listening to somebody on the radio and listening no, to No, I commercial. never said that. No way. No, no, no. You I never said that. Yes, I just did. No. You like the way yes, I did that? Yes, you did. No, I, I don't. Because it's a seed lie. Of your mind. No, I, I would never say that because that'd be a blatant lie. No. It would but be. I did love watching videos on MTV. Of course I did. I don't think there are too many people. Uh, except for Dick Hader and his friends that didn't right. like watching the MTV. Hate. Now, look, mm. did it end up killing the radio star at the end? Well, I can tell yes, you it that it probably did. Absolutely. Because it was and the radio. And did. you know what? And the radio business as well. It also killed the radio business as well. So. Did bands not care more about what they look like of course, on screen of course. than but you as got to what remember, they were putting out in the studio? You got to remember, a lot of that wasn't even the bands; it was the stinking labels the, and the corporate, the, the yeah, the corporate right executives there, yeah. that right, the record thought, companies. Oh, they know more than the actual fans and what they want, and they came along right. and ruined everything for everybody. Then music uh. changed, or the worse. But yeah, so the number one thing that we all have in common is we all loved the music. And and whether it came out of a, a, a device, an eight track, a cassette, an album, a, a, a ghetto a blaster, whether it came out of the radio or a Walkman, the, the whole essence of the 80s is that vibe of music. Right. right. 
And it has died. Yeah, yeah I, I truly agree with you on that one. It has died. As a matter of fact, look at uh, look at the shape terrestrial radio is in uh, Los Angeles. It's a, specifically. it's a disgrace, man. It's uh, a disgrace. You know, uh, but then, then that's why you beautiful listeners out there get such a great show. Just like here at Back to the 80s by a couple of goons right here that are from the past life. Famous radio jocks. Where else? Are you going to hear the content that you hear here? And where else, and where else the are truth. you going to feel more uh, nostalgia than here at Back to the 80s Radio? There's That's nowhere. Right. Nowhere. Because nobody is going to say what we say and the way we say it. That's right. I'm tooting my own horn. That's right. I do. If you have uh, a special topic that you'd like to well, share with us here back to the 80s and would you would like for us to discuss that on the show, go ahead and send us a, a note at our Facebook page through uh, an instant message or a direct message. And we'd love to talk about the topic that you'd like here on the show. I also want to let you guys know that we do have uh, a Patreon page that we'd like to encourage you to uh, go over. We want to make you part of the show. and. There's also some levels there that, uh, depending on the amount that you're able to give, every little that, bit helps. Uh, you know, you get something in return, obviously, for that. We are going to be making, as we mentioned last week, we're going to be making just some slight changes to the show. Nothing really big, so don't worry. The cheesy sketches are going to always remain in the beginning of the show. But I do, I do want to let you know that there are some small changes because we do want to give something back to the community, and we do want to be interviewing people that can help us 80s fans at least uh, maybe once a month and we're going to be doing something special with a with a guest as well. Um we are also going to be planning some special stuff with you in person once we get all this covid madness and mask mandates out of here uh, if no world war 3 gets started of course Chang uh there's some stuff that we want to do live and we're going to be able to do some live stuff Stuff at the uh, Totally 80s Bar and Grill in the city of Fullerton and uh, and some other places we're going to be going live with. And hopefully, Chang, by then, you're going to be here in L.A. County. As soon as I know these dates, I will uh, do exactly what I have to do and I will have to get down there. Because uh, there's nothing better than going to an event like that and meeting uh, the people that listen to us and, and putting a smile on your face. Not only from afar, but right there as we meet, because that's right. That's our motto right here with Back to the 80s. We want to make you feel better than you did when you cranked us on. We want to make you feel better than uh, you did maybe during this week or something happened at work. Uh, maybe you're at home and you're a little stressed out with your husband, your spouse, your kids. Uh, you know, we, we want to be those voices that uh, you turn on and. We're going to turn you on to a smile because that's what makes the world go around, a smile. You can't be progressive and positive if you ain't smiling, my brother. So everybody out there, you know, uh, we hear our motto at uh, Toscano and Change Back to the 80s. We want to give back to all of you for giving to us your ears. We want to make you smile. You know, hey, right now in life, uh, uh, this is a very trying time. We don't know what the heck's going to happen. We have a bunch of uh, uh, psychopaths running uh, countries and we don't know if we're about to uh, embark on World War Three. You know, maybe maybe it won't be that bad if we all can uh, pray and put our hands together and come up with a, a, a better way of life to where it's not going to blow up that way. Hopefully, uh, whoever is in charge of our country does what they have to do to not have that happen. And when you're out there just in, every day, whether it be a global a downer or maybe you had a bad day at work. Maybe you had a, an argument with your spouse, family member. Maybe the kids aren't listening. Maybe you had a bad day in traffic. We want you to tune on to us and just smile because everybody needs to smile. If if me and Toscano can make you smile every time you crank us on, that's going to help you get through your day to take on whatever. And remember, whatever you're going through is just a trial. You know, whether you win it or you lose it, you went through that trial. The number one thing you come out of it with is wisdom. So remember, Toscano and Chang, back to the 80s, we want to make you smile and we want to get you through life. So you leave this place a lot wiser 
than you did when you got here. You know what I'm saying, Toscano? You know what time it is right now, Chang? It is time to let the world know what made us angry back in the 80s. But in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we now call them Changries. So Chang, what made you Changry back in the 1980s? You know what got me Changry back in the 1980s? What's that? Scary videos. Well, you know what got me Changry back in the 1980s? Going to your favorite burger place and finding out it was out of business. You know what got me Changry back in the 1980s? Pioneer Chicken. Oh, I love Pioneer Chicken. <laughs> you know what got me changry back in the 80s? No refills on your Coke. I think for every free refill, you had to come back with a flannel shirt and say that grunge music kicked ass. I think that's when that started. <laughs> in 1988, Taco Bell launched the All You Can Drink. That's right, 1988. So it is an 80s thing. Free refills, 1988, launched by Taco Bell. Thank you, Taco Bell. Thank you. You know what got me changry back in the 1980s? What's that? Whenever the Lakers lost. Ugh. You know what got me changry back in the 1980s? Glam rock. Oh, please. There he is. You know what got there me changry back in the 1980s? What's that? People that wore members-only jackets. <laughs> That'd be my dad and then me because he used to buy them for me. Uh, I'm going to buy you a members-only jacket. I'll send it right back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, has been this week's Changries. If you have something that made you angry back in the 1980s and you want to share it with us, let us know through our Facebook page and we'll share it here on the next Back to the 80s Radio. Hey, this is Laurie Miller from the first and original expose, and you're listening to Back to the 80s Radio. If you can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is Back Back to the 80s. Oh. (laughs) Ah. What do you think of that? People that wore members-only jackets got me angry. Take off that repulsive jacket. It's neither a windbreaker or a fashion statement. Uh, <laughs> members you know, only. What you know a, they can't. That, is it a that, gay club? You know they still sell them brand new, right? And they're making a comeback. Oh yeah, they're making a comeback. No. And they got new, oh, new colors. No. Yes, they got new colors. No, I want to buy you one. No. You know what? I am going to. I'm saying it here on the show. I am going to buy you a members only jacket. Tell what color do you want? Uh ram blue. You're getting pink, fuchsia, or yellow. Okay. And you'll see my wife sporting it. Here, look at what Mario got you. This no, you got to wear it so I can post it. Oh, man. So I can post it on our page. Oh, you know what? If you if, if if somebody sent me that, I would wear it and I would say and all kinds of pictures of me in it. Dragging it with my truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Doing a stress test, putting it That's between right. two vice. I would. And cutting I it in half. It. Jeez. Don't be a Tug hater. A war in it. They were comfortable jackets. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining us this week. It's been great to have you with us here. And you know what? And now that uh, we're coming into some trying times, as Chang said, please. All around the world, let's give our prayers and blessings to the people from the Ukraine and for soldiers on both sides, because a lot of people are going to lose and have started already to lose their lives. Prayers this week for those who are in battle on both sides, but in particular, of course, to the people, the innocent people from the Ukraine. So on behalf of Toscano and Chang, on behalf of myself and here back to the 80s, I just want to say God bless you guys, and we'll see you next week. This is the Chang. Before I release you to another Chang-tastic weekend, I want you to all remember, don't let everything uh, weigh you down. Uh, Like I stated earlier, my partner stated our hearts and our prayers out to everybody in Ukraine. Uh, Anybody here living here in the States from Ukraine, our hearts and our prayers with you. And uh, remember everybody out there. Just because we have one individual that's a madman does not mean that we all need to react in a madman form. 
Uh, we are all one race, the human race. Let's remember that at all times. Uh, stand up for something that is bigger than you. Stand up for somebody that can't stand up for themselves. Stand up for each other because remember, the only way through and to prosperity is through unity. So out, go out there and be the best that you can be and always wear a smile. Tomorrow is not promised. So kick ass and appreciate today. I bid you all an hasta la vista, hasta mañana, hasta luego. Arrivederci. Adios to all my pals and kits and kitties back in the old bayside. Later, bros. And to all my homies back in the barrios, orale. Take me back to the glory days.